You are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. Today's yoga class is gentle and it is perfect to reconnect yourself with your highest vibration. Today's class is all about letting go, so be prepared on every exhalation to just let it go. At the end of class, you have an option to really delve into your own little personal practice. And I read a beautiful, beautiful passage from Yoga Wisdom. Thank you for listening. Grab whatever props you need, and I'll meet you on the mat. Namaste. As you begin seated, finding yourself in the most comfortable position that feels amazing for your body. Today's theme is about letting go. Sometimes we need a gentle reminder to just let things evaporate, walking away from situations or people that are no longer serving us in our highest vibration, or even walking away from situations when you're not serving someone else in their highest vibration. Having that awareness and the courage and compassion to be able to do so is so important. And as you begin to root yourself into the earth, maybe removing any flesh from your sit bones, really engaging Mulabandha, starting to rise through the spine, through the sides of the body, as the shoulders roll down and out of your ears, as the blades begin to touch looking for each other, the heart will protrude through center, coming forward. The crown of the head really engages toward the sky, really creating that length in the body. As you begin with your breath work, taking deep inhalations, pausing and exhaling, releasing, letting go. Start to think about what it is in your life that you just need a little bit of encouragement to to let go, to say goodbye to. With every inhalation, you gain that awareness, you gain that courage, and with every exhalation, you're literally allowing it to disappear from your life. As you make this beautiful conscious attempt to control this aspect of your existence, allowing the breath to really just engage the body, allowing the mind to really focus on the thoughts. And as you make that connection, inhale the palms toward the sky, exhale the palms toward the earth. Continuing with your breath as you take deep inhalations and deep exhalations. As the hands float into the sky and gently guide themselves, grounding you back to the earth, finding your own pace with your breath as you continue on this journey with yourself. One of my favorite things about practicing yoga is just remembering that it's like a nice little therapy session for your soul, really engaging in that concept.
taking a few more rounds of breath. <sighs> Making sure when the hands are pointed to the sky, you're really pressing the tail down into the earth, feeling the stretch of the side body. And as you exhale, we're gonna bring our hands into center, palms touching each other. As you take prayer hands or namaste, just gently start to guide your chin towards your chest as the thumbs press into the sternum. Taking a moment here and acknowledging the thoughts that were swarming in the mind. Maybe setting an intention for your practice. Maybe building up that courage to do whatever you need to do in life. As the hands stay in prayer center, gently guide them toward the sky, the head and the eyes will begin to follow. As you're in your seated position, you can take a very gentle back bend and as you exhale, folding forward all the way down. The eyes are looking toward the earth now separating the hands, just stretching them toward the top of the mat. And as you get a nice gentle stretch, pray, place the palms of your hands into the earth and press your tail back down, just really creating this beautiful length in the body again. On your next exhalation, begin to walk your fingertips over to the right. Exhale them center and gently walk them over to the left on the next exhalation. Remembering to take your breath And as you exhale the hands back into center, gently start to roll your body back up into a seated position. Your head rises last. When you arrive, take your right hand to left knee and take a gentle side body twist. Exhaling at center, take the opposite hand to opposite knee and take a twist of the body in that direction. Exhaling at center, you're going to find yourself in tabletop position. As you make your way there, remembering that you can fold your mat or take a blanket or towel and place it under the knees for more cushion. Drawing the knees about hip width apart, the hands will be shoulder distance wide. Pressing your weight a little bit forward, just slightly over the wrist. As you engage the palm and every single finger in its pad, into the mat. From here, take a deep inhalation and as you exhale, press the earth away from you, tucking your chin, rounding your spine and tucking your tail. Taking a deep inhalation as the nose goes toward the sky, the belly hangs and the tail pushes out behind you. And with your breath, finding your own cat cows, just waking up the body stretching out the lower back.
going as fast or as slow as you like, noticing the difference when your back is flexed, caved, and neutral. Just starting to make that mind-body connection, bringing awareness to what you feel like during your asana practice. And every exhalation you take throughout your practice today, just bringing that awareness that you are letting go, whatever it is. And even if it's unidentified, it's your own subconscious and it's wisdom that will guide you. And as you bring your spine back neutral, maybe shaking your tail from left to right, right to left, just wagging the tail, maybe taking one ear to one shoulder, the other ear to the other. And if you want to make circles with your body on the mat in one direction and then the other, feel free to do so. Those can feel really good on the body. Another amazing reason why I love a home practice is really enjoying your time on the mat. And as I guide you through your practice, remembering that it's your body, you can make adjustments and modifications as you see fit. I'm just guiding you through the practice today. And as you bring the spine back into a neutral position, we're going to go ahead and shift our weight into the left hand. Take our right hand toward the top of the mat, maybe your eyes will follow, and take the opposite foot behind you as you draw the core in. Remembering that your eyes can always go toward the earth for more balance. And I really love floor balancing postures like this. They never get old to me because they're so effective. As you continue to breathe and hold through this position, you can take that back foot and flex and point, flex and point, and even make circles with the ankle and the toes in one direction and then the other, whatever feels good on the body. And eye gazes to the ground as you exhale, the body parts will follow one by one with great intention. Maybe wagging the tail from left to right, right to left, just letting the blood flow in the body. Shifting your weight into the opposite hand. As you do so, taking one hand to the top of the mat and the opposite leg behind you. Drawing in the core, remembering your eye gazes can go wherever you need them to be. Pressing the earth away from you, never having spaghetti arms, remembering when your hands are touching the mat, they're acting as feet. They are supporting the load of your body. You can begin to point and flex the toes, maybe making circles in one direction and then in the other. Also giving the brain a nice little challenge here. As your eyes go toward the earth, the body parts will gently follow and you can wag your tail. When you're done, I want you to gently come down on your forearms, spread the fingers wide apart, and find yourself in a nice forearm variation of tabletop. Once you arrive, begin to lengthen the right leg behind you and then lengthen the left and find your forearm plank. 
trying to keep the eyes straight ahead, but they can also go toward the earth. As you find the stability, notice if your tail is going toward the sky or the pelvis is drooping toward the earth and gently line the body up, coming up on your tippy toes as you need to. Now gently raise your right foot off of the mat. Exhale, drop it. Inhale the left foot off of the mat. Exhale, drop it. From here, go ahead and let the belly come down to the earth as the feet flatten and find your cobra. Draw your heart through center, the chin comes forward, and you can close your eyes for just a moment. The legs can be spread apart or they can be together, whatever feels best for you. And as you find your cobra, start to come up on all the way, extending your right arm and then extending your left and coming into the fuller variation. And then tuck your toes and push back into your first downward facing dog today. You can pedal your dog if you like and exaggerate your hips with the movements. Maybe shaking your head from left to right, right to left. Really waking up the body. Remembering that the eyes can stay toward the top of the mat if you do not want to take the full inversion. If you do not want the blood rushing to the head. And then we're going to begin to walk the toes toward the hands. Bend the knees here, allowing the belly to gently guide itself on top of the thighs. Grab opposite elbows as you begin to gently sway the body from left to right, right to left. Maybe letting the hands hang onto the mat and paint the mat with your fingertips. Then bringing yourself back into center, lift your toes off of the mat as you draw them back down one by one, pressing from the bottoms of your feet as you begin to rise one vertebrae at a time. Your head rises last and the hands will extend above head. Once they do, interlace the fingers except for index and take a very gentle back bend. Utilizing your core as you bring yourself back center, bring your hands into prayer. Let's find Tadasana or mountain pose. You can take any variation you like. You can take your arms into an upside down V, palms facing forward. Hands can stay in prayer or they can go by your side. Draw the shoulders out of your ears as the heart comes through center. Gently take your chin and don't tuck it into your chest, but don't allow it to go too far into the sky. Just find a nice neutralization there. Notice if your tail is pushing out behind you or your pelvis is caving in too much, just find a nice balance with the tilt. And then lifting each toe off of the mat yet again and dropping them one by one. As you root yourself and ground yourself in my favorite yoga pose, which is mountain, start to take deep inhalations, noticing the crown rising toward the sky. And as you exhale, you feel even more grounded as the feet are planting into the earth more and more. If your eyes are closed, you almost have this floating-like sensation that takes over the body. Continuing with your deep, delicious breath work here. With every exhalation, letting that, whatever it was, fill in the blank, go.
As you open your eyes, begin to bend your knees, sweep your hands by your sides as the fingertips grace the earth and find chair pose. As you sink down into Utkatasana, draw your shoulders down. Your hands can come into cactus if that feels better. They can stay extended above head or as the triceps are toward the side of the ears. Exhale, sinking into this even more, really waking up the quadriceps. Draw the hands into prayer center. Press the palms firm together as the core really engages here. Come up on your tippy toes. As you release the heels back down to the earth, shift your weight behind you and draw the toes up. Exhale and release them down and find a nice neutral position in the balls of your feet. As your hands are pressing together and your core is really um, strengthened, take your right elbow to left knee and take a nice side body twist. With every exhalation twisting deeper as the eye gazes begin to look toward the sky. If it's in your practice to open the arms, one toward the sky, one toward the earth, or take a bind, you can do so here. As you exhale, come back center. Take a deep inhalation, press the palms together, the core engages, and take left elbow to right knee. With every exhalation, compressing the body even more, really twisting the body moving the organs around. And again, whatever you did on the opposite side, maybe attempting it here, all the way to the bind, if you took that. As you exhale and you come center, as you bend your knees even more, start to bring your tail toward the earth as you come up on your tippy toes and curl into a little ball. The fingertips can grace a yoga block or the mat. Or you can begin to lift them one by one until you're no longer balancing on your hands at all and they're wrapped around your knees. If you want more of a challenge, tuck your chin into chest and close your eyes as you balance on your tippy toes. As you engage that beautiful, beautiful, all the bandhas, I should say but that parabanda. Bringing your hands down to the mat or a block, gently swivel your knees to the left as the hands stay facing forward and eye gazes stay with the hands. And as you take a gentle twist on the body, you can just enjoy this twist or you can begin to bend your elbows and start to shift your weight as you look for side crow. If it's in your practice as you rest that right thigh on top of your triceps or you could take this into any arm balance variation that's in your practice that this can lead to and if you don't have an arm balance in your practice that's okay you can practice just shifting your weight or just enjoy the twist which your organs appreciate with a lot of deep pratyama here taking several rounds of breath
As you exhale, the knees swivel back toward the top of the mat and then just gently swivel them to the opposite side. Taking a chance on this side, maybe crane didn't work out or crow didn't work out on one side, but it'll work out on this side, maybe giving it a whirl or just enjoying the twist or any other variation that your body's calling for right now that this can lead into. As you exhale, just drawing the knees into center. And then the tail begins to go toward the skies. The knees are bent, the hands on the earth as you take a gentle forward fold. From here, we're gonna bend the knees and sweep back into Utkatasana, chair pose. Exhale as you sink into it. As you sink deeper, the hands come toward the earth and step back into plank. This is where you can take a chaturanga or you can drop your knees, bend your elbows. As the nose goes toward the earth, you inhale into up dog. Everyone tucking their toes and pushing into down dog. And this is where we shall meet. Finding your breath here in your downward facing dog. Remembering that every week I break down a new yoga pose. So some of the most popular yoga poses have already been broken down on the podcast. So definitely go back and learn the nuances. And there's many more, I'm sure, as a part of those postures, but that should get you through. And it's really helpful when you're listening to this class in audio, because you can have that awareness from listening to the breakdown and possibly even engaging in some other research. I always hope that this podcast leads to inquisitiveness, question asking, research, thought provoking type stuff. <laughs> Coming up on your tippy toes and your downward facing dog and shifting your weight. As you shift your weight, you're going to shift it back into plank. And from plank, you're going to shift it back into down dog. So exhale into plank, inhale into downward facing dog. Continuing to go back and forth at your own pace with your own breath. You can go slow or faster. Just building up a little bit of energy in the muscles here. Taking a couple more. Meeting back in downward facing dog, raise your right leg into the sky, take your eyes to the top of the mat and bring your foot in between those hands. Once you arrive, staying up on the back tippy toes, find your crescent lunge. Hands can come above head as you take your lunge. You can stay elevated higher in the lunge and really engage the quadriceps. Or you can sink into your lunge and really make it a hip opener. Whichever you decide, you're going to do for both sides. As you exhale, the hands will come down to the mat. You will step back in plank and take a chaturanga or knees, chest, chin. We will meet in downward facing dog. Hmm. 
Once you arrive to your dog, raise the left leg into the sky, eyes toward the top of the mat as that hand, excuse me, as that foot follows in between the top hands. Once you arrive, that back foot stays on its tippy toes and you're gonna find yourself in a lunge. Taking your hands above head to make it a crescent lunge, you can sink into this if you did on the opposite side or make it all about the powerful thigh muscles. Finding your breath as you hold your lunge. As you exhale, the hands will come to the earth. You'll step back into plank, take a chaturanga or knees, chest, chin. We will meet in downward facing dog. If you're doing knees, chest, chin, do not forget up dog. Now that we're back into downward facing dog, go ahead and walk your hands towards your feet. Sweep your hands above head and take a baby back bend. As you exhale, you're gonna swan dive down. Inhale, lifting halfway. Exhale, folding forward with a slight bend in the knees as much as you like. Maybe lining up the fingertips with the toes now. And then we're going to begin to roll up one vertebrae at a time. When you arrive, the hands will sweep above head, take a baby back bend, bring them into prayer center, and find your mountain pose. Keeping the hands pressed together, notice how the core really engages now. As the crown of the head reaches toward the sky, the feet are really planted and grounded and rooted into the earth. From here, we're going to open up our eyes. If they were closed, we're going to shift our weight into our left foot and draw the right knee toward chest. When, and you can stay here and just balance on one foot like a flamingo, or you can take this into warrior three as you exhale, kicking that foot behind you, eye gazes go toward the earth. The hands can stay in prayer center or you can take flight in any direction you like. As you exhale, your hands can go toward the earth. You can find your standing split and then drop that top leg to meet the bottom one and roll up one vertebrae at a time. If you're, if you were just balancing on one foot, just release and find yourself back in mountain pose. Once you arrive, go ahead and sweep your hands above head, take a baby back bend. Rise with your core, draw your hands together and bring them into prayer center. Closing your eyes if you like as you begin to reground and regroup. And as you shift your weight into your right foot, your eyes open. You can gently start to guide that left knee toward the chest and balance on one leg. Or you could take this all the way into warrior three. As you exhale, you're gonna kick that foot behind you. Eyes Go toward the earth for more balance. And your hands can take flight if you like. As you exhale, the hands go into, onto the earth. You find standing split. 
and then that top leg meets the bottom one. Bending your knees here, roll up one vertebrae at a time. We will all meet in mountain pose if you were just hanging out in flamingo. Taking your hands above head, of course, taking the back bend and hands back into center, find your mountain. As you exhale, remembering to let go whatever that thing is or was. Keeping your intention and your awareness on that thought. That thought of letting go. We're going to bend our knees as our eyes open. As we begin to shift our tail toward the earth, the hands will follow. And we're going to step back in our final plank of the practice. Holding your plank for a few breaths, however. And then begin to lower the belly onto the earth. Once you do, bring your hands into cobra. Forearms down. Draw the shoulders out of your ears. Heart comes through center. Maybe closing your eyes if you like. From here, we're going to interlace the hands together. The elbows are going to kind of splay out to the sides. Forehead's going to rest on top of the hands, just creating that little bit of that flexion in the lower back still. And then we're going to draw the right knee up toward the right elbow, kind of like a swimming frog. And exhale, a nice gentle hip opener here. As you exhale, that leg will lengthen back behind you. Take a deep inhalation and draw the opposite knee toward elbow, taking the hip opener on this side. Remembering to continue with your breath. This is a nice variation to pigeon. You can just take swimming frog. I don't know if that's the real word for it. <laughs> I make up my own yoga names all of the time. Letting go with every exhalation. Letting go of things that you have no control over. People, usually. <laughs> things we tend to control, people, never. Letting it go, whatever it is. The stuff that we want to make happen, but isn't going to happen. We have to let it go. Hmm. On your next exhalation, that leg lengthens behind you. Go ahead and remove your hands, drawing them above head, and take a nice stretch of the body here. Hands pointed in one direction, feet pointed in the opposite direction. 
We could take a couple of superman and women's here, in case there's, uh, if you're a woman, superwoman. And take your hands above head, eye gazes will follow. On the inhalation, you're going to lift the arms and lift the feet behind you. So take a deep inhalation and the body lifts up. Exhale as it releases back down. Take a few breaths. And on your next inhalation, raising the arms and legs behind you. And then exhale and release. Take a few more with your breath. This is such a beautiful way to break up any lower back issues and pain and stress. Supermans or superwomans are amazing. The hands can stay above head or they can go by the sides as they lift off of the ground. Your weight is going to bear onto the belly button region. And everyone can just exhale and let the body drop back down to the earth. Gently guide yourself into fetal position. And this is where I am going to leave you in your personal practice. If you have other stuff you would like to do, if you want to take happy baby or any type of bridges or anything else, Take some time and do that and then take final resting pose. If this is where you're going to end your practice, then that is okay as well. Either way, whatever you're doing right now, I'm going to read you a nice little passage from Yoga Wisdom. Let it go. How important is it really anyway? Is it life or death? Or is it something that has been fixed in your mind for so long that you simply can't release it. Once you truly let something go, you free yourself from the tyranny of a thought or of a habit. You can now choose a different way of thinking or being. And more importantly, you open up to receive a greater range of thoughts and experiences. Your act of release unlocks the world's abundance and welcomes it into your life. Simply soften, release, and receive. Thank you so much for allowing me to guide you through your personal yoga practice today. It's always an honor and I can feel energy even just through the ether as I record the episode or record the class or whatever it is I'm doing, it's like I can feel the love. So I appreciate that. And as I always say, I'm living my purpose. This is my life's mission is to connect with the human and we all are spiritual beings just in this experience together. Go in peace. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. 
Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste. Namaste.